This is Rocky Snyder. At the tone, leave your name and message and I'll get back to you. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it. for another episode of the Rockfit Files. I'm Rocky Snyder. In this season's episodes, we're focusing on contributing authors to a book called The Successful Body. I was gifted enough to uh, or honored to be asked to contribute a, a, a chapter myself, but there's about 30 some odd other experts in the field of health, wellness, fitness, and, and mindfulness. And we're going to bring on one of those contributing authors each week. And in this week, Shane McShay from Dublin, Ireland is joining me in the studio here. And well, Shane, welcome to the show. Thanks a million, Rocky. Uh, delighted to be on. Thanks William, for the invite. Yes, now you have a studio called the Fitness Society in Dublin and, and primarily a personal trainer. Would you say that that's your primary role? Yeah, well, we do we do do a lot of personal training here in the fitness society. But what we like one of the big things that we focus on is the, the community and the, the social aspect of it. Hence, being called the fitness society. So we also do quite a bit of, of semi-private personal training and small group sessions as well. Now, obviously, unfortunately, at the moment we're doing it all over Zoom. But it's like thankfully it's worked very well over the last twelve months or so. But looking forward to getting back into the gym pretty soon as well. Hopefully pretty in, soon. In terms of, you know, you say community, what what is the importance of, of community with working out? I, I, I think it's massive. Um, you know, we, like if you look at modern society as well, you know, like we're all stuck on laptops, spending an awful lot of time on our phone and that. And particularly in, in bigger cities, um, you know, you see a lot of people there. The, the, the missed community aspect of life where, you know, everybody's working, you're, you're rushing to work, you're, you're going back home, you're, you know, you maybe like you can do everything through your phone or the laptop. So getting together, getting, you know, with groups of people and training together, you know, have, having that social aspect, I think, is, is a huge, often overlooked part of, of, you know, a good fitness regime where you're getting to interact with other people, you're, um, you know, getting the social contact that is very often missed in day-to-day society. Very cool. Now, obviously, we have COVID-19 and restrictions are global right now. And for the last better part of a year now, we've had to make accommodations. How is it that so many gyms, fitness studios, clubs have had to shutter their doors forever and close down and you're still there? <laughs> Good question. Um, I, th- I think we're very lucky uh, from the point of view of our, like we, we, we've worked quite hard in the community uh, aspect of it, even through Zoom. So we've done things like, you know, we've had members come in and do baking evenings and, you know, we've done all the Zoom quizzes and, and that kind of thing. Now, so that, that's, that's been a big part of it where our members really got behind us doing that. So, you know, obviously we're very grateful for that. Um, on top of it, a lot of work that we would have done would have been um, body weight work in, in the gym setting as well. So 
we would have done quite, quite a bit of taking aspects from the likes of Animal Flow, Zoom type sessions and put them into our, our workouts anyway, even when we're in the gym. So if you take that and say, right, look, you're stuck in your bedroom, you know, you're in your living room, but you can still get a hell of a good workout, um, you know, even shadow boxing, whatever it might be. Um, if people just buy into it and, you know, like jump in on, on the first few sessions to, to see that they're getting a good workout, <clears throat> excuse me, to see that they can still make a lot of progress um, from, you know, in their sitting room or wherever it might be, they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to continue doing that. Um, also, I, I'd have to say that, you know, during COVID-19, um, it's been the same all over the world. There's very little for people to do. They're, they obviously can't go to the pub or they can't go meet, meet each other for a coffee. So if you can say to them, right, look, <clears throat> we've got this sort of number of sessions a week happening. Um, you're going to make progress from the sessions. You're going to get a good workout and we're going to have the, um, the community aspect of it as much as we can. Then, you know, I, th I think people are bought into that in a big way. And I, I couldn't agree more, but I, I find it interesting when I've posed this question to others, one of the top things that they say is lucky, but like yourself, then they go on to explain just how much work they put into it. So yes, we can, we can say luck and, and maybe there is some element, but honestly, I think it's just modesty on your part and, and you're, you've just been working uh, night and day to, to survive. And there's been this, this inner drive inside of you that maybe is not present in a lot of others who have thrown up their hands and said, I'm, I'm done. I've got to do something else, or I'm just going to live off the dole or whatever it might be. Uh, so it's, you brought up animal flow and for yep. listening audience that aren't familiar with animal flow or primal movements or, or approaches like that, it's, it's very much looking at how the body can move and, and not necessarily animalistic ways, but we are animals, we're mammals and, and like other four-legged creatures, even though we're balancing on two feet more often than not, there's so many moves that we could do to explore the, the, the strengths and weaknesses within our body and to, to explore the dark zones that we may not be willing or wanting to travel in. But as soon as we kind of open up those options of movement, our strength levels will improve. And the beautiful thing that you're, you're doing with that is is you're showing people that they don't need a specific environment or location in which to exercise and they don't need specific tools they have everything they need potentially right there in their own home or office or wherever you're you're working with them did did you see kind of an awareness or an awakening with the clients that you train and incorporating these movements are are they recognizing that not only are you worth and you have you have value in your instruction, but but they don't necessarily feel like everything is I is I, I'm done working out, right? Do, do you feel that they got more inspired through this process? Yeah, I think so. Um, and like within our within our facility in the fitness society, um, like the, the the equipment that we would use primarily would be the likes of kettlebells, free weights. We, we don't have machines where you know, you're going to sit into uh, uh, like whatever, sit into, be strapped in to do your bicep curls. Um, everything that we do, you know, a huge amount of body weight training. And um, like I said, kettlebells, even a little bit of the Indian clubs. And I know you're a big fan of them yourself. Um, so transferring that to, to the home environment, I think it was, you know, it was not easy. It certainly wasn't easy, but it was something, it was a kind of a natural pro progression. Now, when you say, 
people see your worth and, and see that they can move in different different ways. Absolutely. Like he, even one of the exercises we have people doing at the moment is sprinting on the spot, but getting them to move correctly um, as the as as they sprint, not just a kind of a, oh you know you're sprinting on the spot, you go flat out. Because again, that's something like you mentioned, there's so much carryover. If they can do that properly, um, their you know their their whole run of mechanics, like their their movement is is going to become more fluid. So yeah, abs- absolutely. I think people have again they've bought into it. They've, they've seen you know we we do a pure body weight strength workout, and people realize you don't have to load an awful lot of weight. Um, if they if they concentrate on the movements, they do the movements properly. You don't need you know, 60, 70, 80 kilos, whatever it might be on your back to, to get an effective workout. And very often, um, you know, if, if you put the right tension in, in, into, into each rep, you're going to work just as, you're going to work harder if you do it properly. Yeah, I think people are starting to see that uh, over this year, especially that, uh, that we were not lemmings necessarily, but we were just encased in this one box and thought that this was the only way that things can be done. And now they're seeing that there's so many more options they had no idea of. So let's let's transition over to the successful body because that's more or less why you're here because you are one of the contributing authors of the successful body. Excuse me. Uh, Do you happen to know what chapter number you're in? Uh, chapter 15 it was uh obviously when I, when I saw the book it was like oh what chapter are you on like uh, you know i think it's it's like when when somebody sees a photo that they're in the first phase they're going to look for it themselves but um yeah not delighted delighted to have been in, in, um, invited to contribute a chapter to it and haven't have haven't scanned through the book um haven't got the chance to read it all yet like i'm, I'm delighted with how it's turned out because you can see um there's such a variety of contributors to the book that you know anybody can pick it, pick up the book, um, go through the chapter, and they're, they're going to have something that they can go and work on very, very quickly. So yeah, absolutely delighted with that. And so, what was your particular contribution? What is it that you you write about? What is that experience? What I, what I, the the chapter that I wrote about um, it was basically about linking getting fitter and healthier to the rest of your life and um, like so a lot of people you know think or maybe have this perception of the gym that it's all about you know the reps that you do getting a you know getting a six pack or maybe losing weight whatever it might be but ultimately if if you're getting fitter and healthier and stronger that can play a, a that can have a positive impact on it into every part of your life and um, the reason uh, i suppose to bring it back when i first came across uh, lincoln um, like that, it was a it was a workshop that John D Martini did in Dublin, and he said if there's something that you don't enjoy, enjoy doing, maybe link it to a result that you want, link it to something that you love. At the time, I wasn't working in personal training; it was something that I wanted to get into. I was actually working in recruitment, so after that John D Martini workshop, I went back and I started to think every phone call that I make, um, you know, every person that I help get a job. That's taken me a step closer to becoming a personal trainer. Then when I became, you know, a personal trainer, um, like I, I always read, I always wanted to learn more about the body, learn more about training, the psychology behind training and that. But then I, I was like, okay, how do I, how do I become even better? What, what do I need to do? Um, get up early, go and take whatever sessions you can, and continue to link that 
to progressing as a personal trainer and um, helping as many people can, you, you can get get the results that they want and ultimately I kept doing that until um you know I, I ended up again look well I suppose you say it's not luck but luckily I ended up getting my own facility and like I can continue doing I can go on and on like every every early morning is linked to helping people get results which is linked to results that I might want for myself or an overall vision so for me, taking it back to, to people who may be listening to the podcast, if, say, somebody might be um, apprehensive about working out, they may not enjoy training, they may not enjoy certain aspects. And obviously, for me, I think you, everybody can find a way of working out that they should be able to enjoy on some level. But if you take it beyond that, um, you know, do you want to get, what do you want to get fitter for? What, what will improve by you getting fitter, stronger, healthier? Um, and link it to that. So it could be it could be a mother who wants to have more energy for playing with her kids. It could be somebody who wants to be a, a better sales rep and bring more energy to his job um, and more strength, and more more confidence. So again, you could bring anybody in any walk of life should be able should be able to carry out this exercise if you know if, if they just put some time and thought into it. And how does that carry over to working with your clients and, and having them to achieve their goals? Do you have do, do you have a process where you're encouraging them to to link things together, or are there check-ins? How how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose one one example at the moment would be um, a father who is what well, wants to be an inspiration to his, his kids. He wants them to grow up and be. You know, they see him being as fit and strong as he can be in it and enjoying life as a result. So his big goal at the moment is, is to lose a certain amount of weight so that he can show, right, look, this this is this is living a healthy lifestyle. This is showing them um, you can enjoy your training, you can enjoy eating healthily, and these these are the benefits from it. Now, what we do with our personal training and, and semi-private clients, we give them um, a little workbook, and within that there's there's an exercise where we say right write down 50 reasons to get into great shape and you know people very often people look at me and be like oh here i can't come up with 50 reasons but spending two or three minutes talking to them i can nearly I, very often i can be like right here's 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 10 reasons and i only know you two minutes or like i, I barely know you like even you know looking at having a quick look at your website before coming on here for yourself you know, you, you write that, you, you know, being a soccer coach for your kids is something very important for you. So you're not going to be a soccer coach. You can run up, run up and down the pitch if you don't look after your own health. So then, you know, you take it back to a parent. Some parents might say, um, now, you know, it's, it's selfish to invest so much time into my own health and fitness. For me, it's nearly the opposite. It's, it's nearly selfish not to because you're not, you're not fully present. You're not being the best that you can be for yourself and for your kids as a result. Wow. Nicely, nicely put. I, I've got to agree. And so you really, people come in with, with this statement, this, this goal in mind, when you ask what it is, why are you here? And, and often you'll say, they say, well, I, I want to feel better, or I want to lose weight, or I, I want to get in better shape. But, but you, you peel back the layers and really expose the reasons behind it. And you let them put a mirror up in front of them so that they can see this is really what I'm trying to achieve. 
I, yes, I want to lose weight, but the reason why I want to lose weight are all of these other factors, or I just want to feel better. Therefore, I'm not feeling good right now. Maybe I'm un unhappy. What gives me joy? And then you really, you pull it out of people so that they can see this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Not just one little phrase or blanket statement saying, yeah, I, I want to get stronger. There, so I, I would imagine that that is a very powerful approach that you're, you're taking. And therefore, the efficacy of your programs is, is probably quite high. Yeah, well, we find that as well. And, and I think even something that kind of links into all of that is like every person that comes in walks into the gym or an individual, even if you know if, if you might be training in the same demographic, and um, say it could be whatever males age 30 to 40 age group. Okay, they're there's they're similar in that they're all male, they're a certain, they're a similar age, but every one of them walk in haven't had a different day. Like there's no two people who walked in doing the same job and um, having the same partner, having the same stresses in their life. So when you when you can go around and say, right, look, you could be doing a similar program to somebody else, but we know that you're looking for different results. So you can tweak things. You can say, um, you know, two people might come in and one of them are very stressed, very stressed in their job, um, and want to relax. So or you know what, not not want to relax, but their workout should be maybe a little bit more fun, less pressurized. Whereas somebody else can come in and have half the pressures, be have a very relaxed life, be sleeping much better. So then you you, you know you you would adjust their program based on that as well. So it all like for me, you know everything from the way you get people to move to you know the, how how they the, the behave at home during the week that during one hundred and sixty hours that they're not training or one hundred and sixty whatever hours that they're not training. It all links in together and it's all brought towards that end goal as well. So you mentioned like designing programs or a person's training regime. What do you see as being really essential elements or components into a training regime? Um, well, obviously we've we've touched on the likes of animal flow um, a couple of times. So if you look at it, for me, if an effective training regime is you know people are going to come in and. Like I, I, I said to the coaches that work with the fitness society, you should nearly be looking at the people as they come in the door. So um, watching how they're moving when they come in the door. Um, and I think very often you can see a huge amount of, if you really look at a person's body language, you can see if they've just had an awful day, if they've, um, you know, if, if, they're, if they're in and they're ready to go with their workout. Now it can be hard if, if people are doing a group session, you know, everybody essentially will be doing very similar work in some form or another but if a person comes in and they've had a hard day you, you don't push them as hard if somebody comes in and they look like they're well up for it you can push them you know you can encourage them a little bit more now going into the regime say if it's a, a personal training session and you know an effective warm-up having the, the program individualized so like i know you're very very much into assessing people correctly making sure that they're doing workouts that they can do for themselves. So, um, getting an effective warm up, getting you know the getting them warmed up, getting their, their mobility going. Obviously, like they you know a lot of gyms will have their own way of doing that, but taking the time to make sure that the person is warmed up correctly and switched on and ready for the workout. Then you can break it down, you know, like the sets, reps, um, 
the recovery period, particularly in personal training, that should be that should be individualized. You know, like it shouldn't be just a kind of a cookie cutter approach where everybody is coming in and they're, they're everybody's doing eight by eight or six, twelve, twenty-five, whatever it might be. Um, so getting that down to an like based on the people's targets and their ability, making sure there's you know having a, a strong aerobic base, I think, is important as well. Like you know, over the last number of years. Like there's been a lot about oh, it should be just hit training it should be you know pushing them as hard as it can go but if somebody's not at a certain level then that for me you're just you're working towards breaking the person down as opposed to building them up so making sure that the the, the program is right for the person the level and the kid the, the abilities that they're at and then building them up from there so i suppose you know you could talk about all the different components but um the, the individualized factor and um, making sure that the, the, the rep sets everything is is individual to that person making sure that they're, they're moving in different planes of motion not just standing you know going one way where they're just squatting or they're doing bicep curls using the likes of animal flow or you know zoo type exercises and it doesn't have to be a full zoo workout or a full animal flow workout but just incorporating that, that into the into the session i think can be very effective because you know it gives them something a little bit more exciting to work on um but it gets them moving in different ways like you said earlier you know ways that they don't realize that they, they can be moving in and they should be moving in um then even more important than that for me is and i mentioned it earlier looking at the other 160 odd hours that they're, they're not training um are, are they hydrating are they um taking the time for recovery are they managing stress levels because Somebody could be doing you know the best workout in the world, but if they're going home and they're stressed and they're not sleeping and they've got all this other stuff going on in their life, they're 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 just not going to get the results. Now, we're not psychologists and it's not for you know maybe not life coaches, but you should know a background to each person and say right, um, they're sleeping okay, their digestion is good, their their nutrition is spot on, their stress. Everybody has a little bit of stress, but it's not through the roof. Right now is the time to kick forward with this person. Um, so getting getting all of that home, um, dialed in as much as possible. Um, also, for me, a big part of an effective training regime is is making sure that the person is is enjoying the process. Because um, you know some people you know when, when they want to lose weight or they want to hit a certain target, it's all about that target. It's all about the weight. It's all about X, Y, and Z, but but ultimately people should look at training in my like in my view as you're training to, to go and live a better life. You're not training to get a better workout the next day. Um, you're 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 not training to come in and be the best person in the gym. You're 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 using the gym to, to go and progress outside the gym, and and or your your workout or your training regime is like it's. It's not, you know, it's not the be all and end all. It's it's what you want to go and live, you know, improve every other aspect of your life as well. Um, so for the listening audience, if you're wondering what to look for when searching for a fitness trainer or a personal trainer, everything that Shane just said is what you would want to hear coming out of a trainer's lips. Mm -hmm. And it's not just how hard can we push you? And yeah, we're going to get you to lose that weight. It's it's there's yeah. so much more to it. Yeah, uh, you're you're and the other thing that you might want to look at when 
deciding if you need or which, which trainer you'd like to choose is the ones that continually pursue knowledge because we're such a, a young science and exercise science that, that there's more information coming out every month, if not you know, every day. And if people aren't going away or, or going online to learn more, then those trainers become dinosaurs relatively quick. And Shane, you're, you're not a dinosaur. I see you've gone through the Irish Strength Institute, Muscle Nerds, uh, Body Development, uh, Agatsu, Kettlebells, Darby Training System, Animal Flow. You mentioned zoo training. There's the Sleep Coaching Course and Precision Nutrition with John Berardi and Martin Rooney's Training for Warriors and Mike Mahler. You have been pursuing knowledge for some time now. And and so I'm curious, during this time, when, when you have your downtime, what other stuff are you, are you exploring as a, as a trainer in your field? What are you looking into currently? Well, at, at the moment, um, I'm still, like the, the, I don't know if you, if you know Luke Lehman and, and the Muscle Nerds coach or the, the Muscle Nerds course, but it's hugely extensive. So that's, that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. Um, that and body development, which is a, it's a, it's a brilliant facility over in Bath, a guy called Tom Crudginton. Um, so I'm doing an online mentorship with, with the two of them. That's what I'm like my main focus is on at the moment. Um, but with like for example, with muscle nerds, you know, you're you're covering a huge amount of information. It's it's a program development course, but they, they talk about everything from stress, you know, how you you know you need to be looking at um blood pressure to people's stress level to their digestion basically a lot of what i just spoke about there and factoring all of that into whether or not you should be saying you know like you said not just beating up beating up a person when they come in and, and, and do a workout with you looking and saying right look this this is an individual this is you know somebody who has all sorts going on in their life take that into account and and you know work on their work and building them up from there as opposed to just being like oh, you know everybody does this workout and um, i think another point as well just talking about training and you know for anybody that's looking to start a regime or anybody who might be because we're in you know unbelievably we're in march already this year but a lot of people will start in january and be like oh here i'm going to take over the world and you know i'm going to get fitter stronger and i'm not going to drink and i'm cutting sugar out of, out of my diet and by the end of, of January, they're just completely disheartened. So a, a principle that I've, I've learned about in the past from the Irish Strength Institute is, is make sure every, everything's maintainable and doable. Um, you know, if, if you're taking on a habit or you're, you know, you're, you're taking on a, a, fit, a training regime, don't do something that you think in six months time, ah, here, I'm not going to be able to cope with this. I'm not going to be able to put up with this like bring in you know one habit at a time or take out one one habit at a time and start building from there and then you know you, you know you can start getting momentum and you, you start pushing forward from that point whereas if you go and try and change six things and i've and i'm guilty of that in the past where you're like i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna change every aspect of my life this year but like how long does it last then as a result so i can't imagine <clears throat> that you have reached the, the pinnacle of your career. You haven't, you haven't reached that zenith of, of your life's ambitions and goals. So, so I'm curious, what, what links have you created and what, 
what goal is out there for you in, in the world of fitness, but you're welcome to share in personal realm, but like, are you, are you looking to expand your business? Are you looking to, to what, what is it? What do you want to do? Um, there's, yeah, no, yeah, there's every day. Well, I wouldn't say every day it changes, but yeah, there's, there's certain goals, certainly. Um, what I like at the moment, it's, you know, it's getting the gym back up and running and, and helping people, like, I suppose what, what gets gets you up and, and motivated by getting up and going and do, doing Zoom classes is maybe playing your part in helping people you know, cope with what with, with what's going on at the moment. And look, don't get me wrong, I'm not one of these gym owners that, or not one of these people who are going to be shouting, nah, you know, gym, like, I, I don't believe that we change people's lives. I, my belief is that we have people, we, we, you know, we provide the information for people to go and change their lives if they take the information and run with it. But for me getting up in the morning now, um, I suppose short term, it's a case of, all right, look, you're getting up, you're, you know, you could, you could get up in the morning and just be like, yeah, no, I don't fancy it. Zoom is wrecking my head. Um, you know, it's like all these hassles are going on. Or else you could turn around and say, all right, look, if I get up in the morning and I go and do my best towards the people who are investing in us, Coming on to the Zoom session, and they're going to get you know they're going to get results from it. But also, you're going to start feeling a lot better yourself because you're you're getting up and you're being progressive. You're you're taking control of what you can control, as opposed to just giving out about the government or giving out about you know pharmaceutical companies not getting the vaccine out, whatever it might be. So that's the short term thing, I suppose that that I'm trying to link at the moment. Long term would be yet developing you know the best facility that I can develop and maybe even further down the line setting up something like um you know a training academy for for young coaches um or gym is in the inner city you'd love to say right look kids you might not get opportunities or kids who might go different career different paths in life would they you know get some of them into to maybe do an apprenticeship further down the line now that is that's a that's a long-term goal and it's like it's not going to happen anytime soon but that would be that would be something that would really motivate me. That's great. Well, I, I can imagine that's going to happen just because uh, you you set a goal for yourself and it seems like you, you've achieved many of them. I'm sure there's some that, that have yet to come to fruition and manifest in your life, but I, I have a feeling it's more often than not that you are, are achieving everything that you want. Are there links? Because this is what you speak of more or less in, in your chapter in The Successful Body. Are, are there links when you look back over your life that you are the, you're, you're kind of surprised by, like seeds that were planted unconsciously or unknowingly that helped develop you to the place that you are now? Yeah, it's, yeah I suppose looking back, um, my two brothers often, uh, you know, like um, having the crack is an Irish expression. I'm sure you've heard that from, from the lads in the past. So like, We'll have the crack about it, and very often the, the two brothers would wind me up about how, how scrawny and skinny and weak I was as a kid, and was, you know all these different allergies, and um, like it was always down in the doctors, whether it was asthma or whatever it might have been. And I loved football as a kid, you know, you know, I loved, I was obsessed with Gaelic football, and um, I think growing up for me, I realised that you know. I was always like at the start of the season, I might be slower than the other lads or not as fit. And like I find the physical training really, really difficult. But I think 
it, it kind of drove me that I loved seeing myself progress with the training and I loved getting fitter and stronger and, you know, pr progressing from that point of view. And I certainly think that, you know, my love of training and, and working out and, and going to the gym, um, yeah, I, I, I can see it kind of probably linking right back to that already. Right on. Well, this, is, this has been a, a fantastic conversation. I've really enjoyed it. And hopefully people can enjoy the successful body and, and your chapter that you contributed. In fact, uh, for the listening audience right now, if you would go to Instagram and search Rocky underscore Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, just go to Instagram and click follow and, and send me a message once you follow and just say successful body. And then I choose one person this week to select from and I'll message you back and send you uh, your very own copy of The Successful Body. Uh, Shane McShay, Dublin, Ireland, The Fitness Society. If people want to find out more, whether it's uh, the beautiful thing about uh, online training is you don't need to be in downtown Dublin. You can be anywhere around the world. So I imagine that that's been kind of blossoming a little bit for yourself. Say there's somebody right now in Greenland and they're yeah. just shut down and they need your services. How will they go and do that? Um, they, they can check they can check us out on the, the fitness society ireland.com or they're, they're welcome to send me an email to info at the fitness society ireland, or sorry yes info at the fitness society ireland.com um, anybody who's listening they're, they're welcome to um, a fortnight's trail training they can just send me an email and say look listen to your, your show with Rocky and um, yeah, we'd be delighted to give them, give them a couple of weeks trial. And it's funny you say that, that that's probably one of the, you know, one of, one of the things that we've, again, we've been fortunate with when it comes to COVID. We've had members move back to, to Italy. We've had people um, in Sweden training with us from, you know, all over the country, people that have, have left Dublin, but they've gotten back into the swing of things with us. So um, yeah, any, anybody that, that wants to, to, to give it a shot with us, we'd be deli delighted to hear from them. Yeah, you know, we've got those silver linings in the dark clouds of life. So I'm glad that, that summer's shining on you too. The Shane yeah. is fantastic. If, if you didn't catch the information, how to contact him, don't be concerned because I'll have it down in the description below this podcast. So you just look down below and, and you'll be able to connect with Shane. So Shane, thank you so much for being on the Rockfit Files. I really enjoyed it. Not at all. Thanks, man. Rocky, you can talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Rockfit Files. I want to thank Shane McShay for coming on and being a guest. Next week, we've got Paul Shauna, former pro boxer turned personal trainer and also a contributing author to The Successful Body. We'll see you next week.